I think it's nice for me to have crew because I lose my mind. This is a Flatlander talking about going somewhere. So, so David texts me. He's like, let's go out on spring break and start climbing some 14ers. And I'm like... It's March, man. Um, it's not. It's, it's winter conditions. You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey guys, on today's episode, we've got a uh, just me and a couple friends, Jeremy Harrison, who's been on the show before, one of the earliest episodes, and uh, Christine Fisher. Uh, they're both going to be doing the Triple Crown of 200s, and they're both from um, Oklahoma, Tulsa area. And so uh, we're kind of talking and planning, and I thought it'd be fun to get together and just talk about our plans and talk about what we're doing to get ready. And uh, we had a good time. They're good friends. And uh, so take a listen, and uh, maybe you'll learn a little bit, but we plan on doing another one Maybe right before the races, but definitely one after. And we'll talk about what didn't work and talk about our experiences on the race. So anyway, just sit in and listen while we just hang out and talk. I hope you enjoy. Today on the Run the Riot podcast, we're doing something interesting. You all know that I'm running the Triple Crown 200s, but I have a couple other crazy Okies here that are going to be running the race with me. I have Jeremy Harrison, who you be familiar with. Uh, he was on one of the earlier podcasts, and Christine Fisher. Um, we're all going to be running it, and um, so it'll be interesting. So welcome, guys. Thanks. All right, so I figured we'd get started uh, a little bit here. Um, we did talk uh, on the podcast with Jeremy a little bit about his background in running, and you can go back and listen to that. Uh, none of that's changed, right? <laughs> Your no, past hasn't changed. Okay. <laughs> All right, so so we'll just kind of skip over that for time's sake a little bit. And uh, Christine, since this is your first time on the podcast. Um, can just share a little bit about your background in running and what got you here where you're doing all this craziness. So I started running about six or seven years ago and very rapidly progressed to running long distances with all these crazy people like you guys. Um, I think I just started meeting people at the races and it was such a great community and I really wanted to be a part of it and in order to be a part of it I needed to run far so there you went. Um, so I ran a 50 mile race about six months after I started running and ran my first hundred in um, 2016 had no idea what I was getting into had family crewing and pacing me um, and finished so that was good right. which hundred which was that that was prairie spirit nice that's a good one um, so that was my first one that was a good one and then um, so I had some kind of tentative plans for this year um, 2020 but I was a little bit discouraged after I DNF'd Leadville for the second time in 2019 and so uh, my husband and I had decided that I should take some time off and just kind of recoup, regroup. And about 
Three days after we decided that, Jeremy messaged me. <laughs> and I got the message, and I didn't even want to tell my husband. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. pretty soon I brought it up anyway. Jeremy said, hey, I'm going to do the Triple Crown next year. David's going to do it. I think it fits your strengths, and I think you should jump on board. And I was like, well, when you hang around people like this and 2020 is a big year for me. I'm turning 50, so it feels right. like you need to do something <laughs> yeah. epic for your 50th birthday. So here we go. That's awesome. That's all. So uh, did you? Did you? Were you an athlete like growing up or nope. anything like nope. that? No, nope. you nope. just just nerdy bookworm type. All right. <laughs> Discovered your inner athlete, or did you kind of like the suffering or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't really consider myself an athlete, so that's really okay. tough. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a runner, but I'm more of a back of the packer, so I'm not real competitive, but I definitely have a competitive spirit. I do get competitive, but I'm not competitive in terms of the speed that I run at. Yeah. But um, it's hard for me to look at myself as an athlete because I've never been an athlete, really. Yeah. So, well, one of the things about um, Leadville, though, as far as we all went out there to do Leadville together initially and she said DNF twice but it Leadville's the you have to be able to go faster for the 100k and to be able to go over a whole pass that second time but one of the reasons when I contacted Christine about doing this was that her strength is going to being tough and going a long distance and I thought it suited her more and you were kind of down the dumps after Leadville oh, so I was, yeah. that kind of challenge I think was I think it's a good challenge that is in your wheelhouse where you can do that it's something that's what I think that's what I said to you is I think you can do that yeah yeah that is exactly what you said and uh, it scares me this one scares me <laughs> this one scares me, too. This one yeah. scares me. Um, well well when 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 you contacted me about it and you wanted to talk about it and that, that Jerry you said Jeremy you know you told me what he said and I started thinking and I was like well that's probably pretty accurate I think there's you a know, lot of people who finished the the I mean, I've seen people finish the triple crown. I won't say a lot of people because a lot, not yeah. a lot of people do it. But people who have finished it, who who you see running, and you know they're not fast. Right. That they are doing it strictly out of sheer willpower. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I can think of several. I'm not going to name any, but I can think of several that I'm like those people are not fast. They they finish because they kept going. Just yeah, just keep moving, and, yes. and you don't you don't have to be fast. You don't you just you have it's a big it's a big distance, but it's mm -hmm. but it's a big cutoff. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, okay, and so um, and so yeah, so you bought in. I did. <laughs> so, you bought in. <laughs> so Jeremy, what what sparked it for you? Like what what. What made you, why did you make Natural evolution, it's been on my radar for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the type of race. Sean Barnes asked me to do it with him last year. Okay. And I knew at that point, I told Sean, I was like, I'm, that's not where I'm at yet. I'm not not ready for that. It's not, not where, I, where I'm ready to be. I knew I, I was going to go do mountain races and stuff, and I wanted to get a few more of those behind me before before progressing on to that kind of distance. And I still haven't gone anywhere, anything over a hundred. Yeah. I had some thoughts about going, just doing a, just distance wise doing snowdrop. And I got down there and quite frankly, that's, so it's, it's a wonderful run for people who like to do that kind of run. It's not my kind of run. Um, for me, I like scenery and stuff and a, a 0.6 mile around there was just <laughs> really, really boring. So, I mean, I finished and I did, if, 
I did my 100 miles, and at 100 miles, I was like, okay, I'm done. And I, I think it's a mental toughness for people who yeah. go ahead and go and say, I'm going to do the 150 miles, or I'm going to do the 200, because I got my buckle, and I'm like, good enough. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, there's a different kind of mental toughness for those races, and it's just, it's not that one's better than the other or anything like that. It's just a matter of, are you, what kind of race do you want to run, and what, what are your goals, and keeping those goals in mind. Right, right. And so it sounds like kind of, I mean, with, with me, especially after I did Tahoe, I just I couldn't get my brain away from the Triple Crown, and, and it didn't make sense for me in a, in a lot of aspects, you know, but but I couldn't get away from it, and, and just and thing after thing began to affirm it that, okay, I need to do this, and um, kind of like next evolution, you know, I mean, you know. I think Walter Hanlon just said the other day, you know, that the hundreds are in their golden era right now. Um, and that naturally are, people are going to be pushing that distance 200. And it's not, not just, you know, it's not even the elites that are, do, that are pushing the, the long distance. It's pretty much everyday Joes that are, yeah. that are tackling that right now, which is pretty cool. When you look at the, uh, when you look at the, the, the entrance list of the people who are doing the 200, sure, you have a few that it might, might be elites, your, your, your Courtney's and your, you know, something like that. Uh, Mike, Mike McKnight, you know, he's kind of he's there and uh but but it's like it's us you know it's people yeah. like us who, who who just just want to do it you know want to do something big and, and epic and i think that's pretty cool you know um and and but like you said with the distance um look i mean california untamed you know that that just came out that's right. yes and you know. Josh Fisher already said, you will not do that. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what when, when that came out, I said, Jen, you heard about this? And she's like, no, that's, no, just stop. <laughs> it's good. I mean, that's one, one of the reasons that we started the Outlaw 135 was just let people get an in-between distance. Like, you've got 100 miles. Mm-hmm. You want to go a little farther. And you're talking about a tough 135 at that point. Well, that cracked me up because the 100 miles so tough on that one. And, 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 then, and, and, and then you just want to just double down on it. But, uh, <laughs> But, but you know, Heartland's bringing their 125. Yeah. Um, in now to see to see how they do with that distance, and you know that that that's a good race. Um, it's a it's a very runnable race, and so adding the 125 there, I, I think I'm glad they're doing it. I think it's yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think people want to to go just a little bit farther. I wonder if um, I wonder if Pumpkin's going to bring the 135 back because they had it, but they were like one of some one of the first that 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 did it. And well, then, I'm talking with Ken in the past about that. The reason that they, the problems they had were, you're talking a lot of volunteer yeah, yeah. stuff. And that it's really hard on your volunteers. And Pumpkin had a Friday night start. Yeah. And they were trying to support those people the night before. And there are a lot of aid stations. There's a lot of aid stations and a lot of people. That takes a, that's a lot to ask of your, of your volunteers. And that's why we were trying to do it. We tried, I tried to learn from, from that. Yeah, you know, I picked Ken's brain on it. And yeah. we said, we're not going to try to support everybody off the start. What we're going to do is back in this thing and that way don't also don't have that friday start because i hate friday starts yeah because you end up having to run the dark that other that other night which is just it's very hard but trying but we didn't end up supporting all those 135s because the people who were going to finish were still out there yeah but the people who dropped i didn't and we weren't supporting them on the back end it makes it it makes it uh, a lot feasible from volunteer hours. I didn't even, I didn't even think about and that. I, when you're, if you're going to do race directing, I think you got to think about your volunteers. Like, oh yeah, what's sustainable? And you know, asking somebody to stay up that long from a volunteer perspective is just just too long. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you burn <laughs> your people out big time. That's why these two hundreds are have got to be so dang expensive. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and for, for those, the good thing is like the first aid station, you know, all of them are either loops or point to point. I mean, so when they're done, you know, they, they have their rolling cutoffs. But, but at the end, man, there's such a gap. You know, I mean, you start later, but but there's a three days in between people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I I mean, like, yeah, it's 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 huge. You know, I mean, from the first finisher to the last, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. So, yeah, yeah. Just just thinking about trips and stuff on this, as far as how we're all getting out there and those kind of things. We're talking about flights and and different things. But like Christine and I, when we did when we did Cloud Splitter together, which hundred was that for you? Was that your third at that point? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it was my third. Yeah. So just, uh, Christine, though, I've traveled to a lot of hundreds together. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone gone to a lot of different races, but the way, just the way we're getting there, I mean, I I plan on driving out. All all, all three of them? Yeah, I'm going to try to be in the area and hopefully get to train more toward altitude. Uh, during that, well, I, I, well, well, I forgot you're, you're living the dream. You're right so yeah, you're well, living. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. No, to that's be, cool. That's awesome, though. That's, I'm, I'm hoping to be at altitude and get. Yeah. I mean, that's part of my my training plan is is time on feet. Yeah. At, on with elevation gain and you know altitude and, and trying to do some climbing is is my my training plan yeah yeah that's cool so i mean so realistically like like for instance for bigfoot you plan on getting out there a couple weeks early or a week early or something i plan on at least being in colorado a couple weeks before okay. that thing yeah and being yeah. at being at um seven eight thousand feet and okay climbing to 14 multiple times <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. my plan I mean, I mean honestly for for, for the 200 that, i mean that's good training i mean people ask do you run the whole time i was like no you end up doing a lot of power hiking and you know i mean even for 100 in, in the mountains you're doing a lot did you carry your poles the whole time last time yeah did you? for the for the uh, i mean I, I had them in my hands the whole time for tahoe I just I got some workout gloves, with, you know, mm-hmm. on the fingers, and I just I just carried them. And when I when I didn't need them, I just ran with them. That's that worked for me. Um, I probably probably I think for Moab, I'll probably end up packing them sometime because it's not as you know uh, up and down. Right. Um, I haven't I looked know. at the course profiles yet to know. see kind of how I'm approaching that yet. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I started looking a little bit at Bigfoot and trying to. Just piece together, you know, um, some of it and drop bags and, and everything else. And um, well, well, let's, well, let's. You're way ahead. Well, when I was thinking about, because I didn't even know, like for for Bigfoot, I was like, where? How do how do they do it? And so this might be information for you. It's it, it finishes in Randall, which is closer to Seattle. It's a, it's a point to point, but it starts at Mount St. Helen Park. And so, but all the packet pickup and everything is in Randall, Washington. It's at the finish. So the morning of the race, you can catch, they have a bus at five o'clock that'll drive two hours to the start finish. Yeah. Um, but Jen's like, no, I'm going to, I want to, you know, be there to start finish or whatever. And so um, anyway, that's part of the logistics. And, and what I was thinking we were going to have to fly into Portland, but if you, that way, Seattle's closer, you know, to yeah. stay in Randall area, you know. Anyway, so just some of those logistics, it's just kind of like, so it's good we're getting together a little bit. You yeah, know? Right. Yeah. I figure we'll be riding together on some of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should have brought a pen. <laughs> we'll have to listen, we'll listen to it. Right. We'll listen to the podcast. Yeah. But, um, so, um, 
Well, let's get back to, to preparation. No, I, no, I want to talk a little bit about what you guys are thinking about logistics during the race and all that. But um, so, so preparation-wise, how? I mean, um, I, I, I've just done one two hundred before, so I'm kind of leaning on what worked for me f- for that, and I'm going to kind of trust that Bigfoot will, you know. Be, and then after Bigfoot, I'll work on just trying to active recovery into the next, into the next. But what? I mean. Um, I know we we're all come from different, you know, we all have different goals in racing and stuff. And you, so you just kind of said you're just going to be doing a lot of, a lot lot of power hiking, hiking, a lot of, are you going to, you, do you, do you draw up a, a training plan? Are you going to have something? Or I'm going to try gonna, to hit 70 miles a week. You're going to try to hit 70 miles a week. Okay. That's what I'm going to try to do. And okay. With a lot of climbing there. A lot of climbing. Okay. That's, that's my goal. Okay. That's, that's where I'll be. I'm going to try to keep my cross training up. I need to, I say keep my cross training. I'm going to try to get back to the cross training yeah. I was doing. Uh, okay. Get my core strength back where I want it. I've got to drop weight. I'm heavy right now. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I'm heavy right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've got to drop some weight and, yeah. um, and be where I want to be because I want to be mentally um, in the right spot. Because if I'm heavier and I don't feel like I'm prime, yeah. then that'll affect me uh, yeah. even just from a mental perspective, I need to at least feel like I'm on my game. Well, if you start the race heavy, you'll finish the race light. I'll be honest with you, I'm having a hard time with motivation right now. Really? I am. I'm having a lo- really hard time with motivation right now. Um, and I've not had that in a while. Really? Problem. I've been more in RD mode and uh, yeah, yeah. In doing that kind of stuff and not in my own training mode. And so it's I've got I got to get my brain back to where I'm doing that instead of thinking about logistics of other people's race and start thinking about my own. Yeah. Well, well, you've got, um, Lincoln Murtry and flower moon coming up. Those are, those are smaller races. Outlaw's a lot harder to put on. Right. Right. Um, smaller, the smaller races, outlaws, outlaws, even like going to running everywhere and seeing people put on big races. Yeah. Outlaws a hard race to put on as far as, um, the logistics of, of how much trail there is and how rough it is and how kind of out there it is. How much you got to mark the trail? Yeah, it's 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 a lot it's a lot more work than than a what a McMurtry or or a Flower Moon. Flower Moon's you know they're they're both about thirteen miles of trail and you know it's not that it's not it's not as hard. It's it's um yeah outlaw outlaw's its own beast as far as trying to mark and it's and the trails are hard enough where you even you get somebody to help you to trust somebody else to to do it's hard. (laughs) Yeah, is it, is, is it a, uh, well, yeah, I mean, when you, you it's, it's, it's your race. I mean, it's, it's part of your, um, so you want to do it well, and delegating is, is tough. Well, I don't delegate well. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, 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 I don't. I was picking that up. I don't delegate. I'm the guy, when you, when you took, uh, when you took chemistry in college that did the project, the and they group, turned the it over project to the group, that, yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, I was that guy don't too. worry, don't yeah, worry, yeah, folks, yeah, I got yeah. this. <laughs> we'll take care yeah. of it. Y'all just put your name at the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, um, so, um, so you feel like, I mean, so you, you, you're kind of still recuperating from outlaw a little bit and, right, yeah, okay. so just, just kind of getting back and going. And so, we, I mean, we got what, five months is what we have basically. Yeah, I, I think um, my official Oops. training plan starts like April 13th. I mean, I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah, you saw, you saw, okay, is that my plan? I have your plan. Okay. My plan starts April 13th. According I think to whenever, whenever things kind of warm up in the, yeah. in the summer is kind of more, I mean, three months ahead is really, I mean, I think yeah, where, yeah. where things get really serious. Well, and when you're, um, I mean, and we're all 
pretty active. I mean, you're always doing something, right? I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you're climbing, you're you're doing, and and Christine races every weekend. So, it's <laughs> so you, I mean, the base is the base. See, I used to do that with there. Christine. We, we were running yeah. short races and stuff. I haven't been to a short race, and I don't remember when. Yeah. I just, I my my focus is. Like, if it's not, I'm going to go run Georgia Death Race here at the end of the month, and I'm going to suffer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just going to go punch my ticket for Western is all, yeah, I, okay. uh, is all I'm really doing out there. Um, but going and doing the short races, I just, if it's not 100, I just. It's I, hard. Huh? I, at this point, that's just where my, I mean, it's, not, it's, it's weird when you make that shift, and it's like, that's, that's really all I want to do right now. Well, do you, um, and, and I'm kind of, I kind of have the same thing a little bit but but because it's training for the 200s and and um i i i can get motivated for some of the shorter races and and like what i'm i have prairie do you have prairie spirit on your on your list christine no no not um, i i have it uh, as one of my my 50s um that's coming up in a few weeks but uh like i set myself like a little goal for so you're gonna run that before mcmurtry yeah yeah is that yeah. the fourth and you're only running the yeah. 50 at Mur- Fifty K, yeah, yeah, because it's because it's because it's Easter, Easter weekend. weekend, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I, I, you know, I'm gonna try to run my fastest fifty for Prairie Spirit if the weather's good. You know, I'm gonna come, so I'll set myself a little small goal there to kind of, you know, make me work for that, and then and then that's training, of, but that's totally different than what we're it, gonna be it, doing. It is, but I'm using that to go into my training plan, okay. kind of, um, you know, kind of a base, you know, make sure my base is good. Um, so. Um, so, so you're you're gonna just try to keep seventy and, and rest, the, kind of listen to your body. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you, you are you thinking about joining some some races, some smaller races? Or are you just gonna um, kind of do your thing? I'm just gonna do my thing at this point. Okay. I'm trying to think of what I even have coming up. Um, I don't I don't have a, much on my plate as far as things I have to do. Uh, okay. I've got Georgia Death Race, um, and that's kind of it until until then. I, I'm, I'm I didn't plan on. I mean, I've been trying to hit ten hundreds a year. Yeah. And this year, I'm like the 200s kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of surpassed that, and I'll worry about what I'm going to do um, as far as hundreds and stuff after right. this is over, and even see how I feel because I told Christine after Outlaw, I thought about going and doing Jackalope Jam that weekend, and I was still picking up course markings, and then I thought about going and doing Love It, and it came down like I was, I was like. Yeah. I may go do love it, and then I, I was just like I don't, yeah, I don't you want just, to, and I didn't go. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so love it was not that was hard. It was yeah. too soon. It yeah. was just way too soon. And a Friday start. The Friday start is hard. I think when did you like, decide to call it? I did twenty five miles. Yeah. So it was midnight. So you just basically, yeah, you just basically got into the dark and called it, huh? Well, I fell again. Okay. And I had fallen really hard at mile 95 at Outlaw mm-hmm. and hurt my back. Yeah. And so I fell Did again. You fall coming down that uh, pipeline area? I fell in rough canyons, stupid oh, rough canyons. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I went backwards. How do you do that? I don't even know. I landed on my tailbone <laughs> on a rock, you know. Well, you couldn't have missed a rock there. No, I couldn't have missed a rock if I tried. That's the first time I have ever laid on the trail and cried. That wow. has never happened before. <laughs> poor poor Abby and, and yeah. Jackie Beth, they were like, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with her. Yeah. But, um, it, and I fell at Love It. Uh, I was doing good 
during the daylight, and I was running with Ben Bridgman uh-huh. and met a couple ladies. And ben had a good finish. He had a great finish. Yeah. He did so well. And um, I fell, and it just sucked the life out of me, mm-hmm. and I could feel my back, and I thought, I'm not up for this. And I called Abby, I called Josh, I, you know, and... <laughs> That got me about another mile, and I was like, "You guys, I just can't do this." And I just, it was, I just wasn't mentally recovered from outlaw, and didn't want to get hurt so much on the schedule, and yeah. so right. just called it a night. Well, so. well, Christine, for for you, um, I mean, you you got, I know you you race a lot and you're racing a lot, but you're you're more, um, I don't know, you're more calculated in things. Do you have? Are you gonna? You gonna follow a, a plan for? So I'm pretty much following your plan, David. Okay. okay. Except I'm freaking out a bit <laughs> about 13 miles in the middle of the week because that is a little longer time for me than it is for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. just a tiny bit faster than me, as in like probably an hour. <laughs> so I'm a little freaked out about that timing in the middle of the week, but I think I'm gonna break it up. Yeah. So I think I'll do before work and after work. And really, I know I race a lot, but the races that I'm doing, I'm trying to get lots of climbing because I do not enjoy going to Turkey Mountain and doing that one hundred <laughs> foot hill yeah. 87,000 times. Yeah. So I'd rather take the weekend and go yeah. do a race where I could get lots of climbing. So pretty much everything on my schedule, except McMurtry, has lots of climbing. Yeah, McMurtry's It's okay. just, yeah, McMurtry's very <laughs> yeah, flat. Yeah. It's fun, though. Yeah, little, little, nice little curves. Yeah, and turns I like and the course fun. out there. It's, it's really nice. You've got Cruel Jewel. It'll be fun. I've got Cruel Jewel coming up That's in May. That's true. Um, and then I've got, um, I think I'm going to do Speaking the... of that, did you see uh, Brian's uh, frame that uh, that he made for Tracy? Uh, can't just say her last name. Uh, uh-uh. The lady who uh, who uh, was at Outlaw, he, she had a real jewel buckle anyway in that frame. It was very pretty. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. I did see it. Brian's I doing good. He makes some nice frame. Jewel buckle's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that Outlaw buckle was right underneath the cruel good. jewel buckle, and yeah. it looked good. Yeah. <laughs> the Outlaw buckle won't even fit in the case that I have. It's so big. But so. cruel jewel's like... And you, you've seen that. Yeah, yeah, that buckle it's, is, yeah, it's is, a big buckle. It's gargantuan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll, check no, out, check out Ron's s- crazy awesome displays. <laughs> yeah, check out Ron's displays. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, he does yeah. a good job. <laughs> but. Yeah. So you, so you, yeah, so, um, so, so you kind of inserting those in a Well, I wanted to tell you, um, um, the, the training plan I, I sent you, like, and I, those, that mileage in the middle of the week, I usually... You know how that, like, it, sometimes it'll be, like, 15 miles on the Wednesday? Yeah. I'll take Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and whatever that total mileage is, sometimes I'll just even it out between the days. Okay. Uh, and so, as long as I get it in between, and even, I think, for, for this for this one, I... Um, I may reduce that Wednesday mileage just a little bit and do more... and do strength training, uh, more strength training, um, because... Um, I I always do strength training on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have a personal trainer. And so it's, it's, it is hard to run after work on those days, especially if it's leg day. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably when I need to go run after. That's that's going to be, I mean, because. Y'all strength training, what do you, I mean, because for me, for 
for hundreds, the strength training that I really like, I like to be doing deadlifts. Yeah. I do a lot of inverted crunches okay. um, because just I want my lower back right um, yeah. on those. Yeah. But, uh, but deadlifts are huge for me. Oh. I, I don't I, I never used to do a lot of deadlifts and I'm, I, I don't I don't, like, I don't I don't like them but I'm not I don't I, deadlift heavy well well that's I deadlift a lot of reps at like 125 yeah. pounds yeah yeah that's what I it's what I like to do that's that's good I just just do a lot of reps that and um I, I do that or and and can want to continue to do that that I do some squats uh, lunges box steps I hate lunges I, I don't like them either I'll but do I some do box them, jumps but, even though they're a little bit dangerous but, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, with the, I don't with jump your shins on steps. The, <laughs> the, the step ups. I try to do the step ups where you kick up at the at the end because because they're so you know it kind of mimics the climbing mm-hmm. and and believe I, I get um like when it's a lot of climbing and stuff my quads get burnt they burn quick and really? uh, I mean mm-hmm. usually after um, after a little while I kind of get that. into it yeah, yeah I don't just, do that either from being. I don't know, just flatland for I mean my whole life, and so it's 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 hard for me to do when, some of them. When we were doing stuff. blood rock. I actually like one. It hurt. My knees start hurting every time I would lift it up. Hmm. After a while, yeah. Um, and I guess when was that November? I'd been away from the mountains for a while on that one, and uh, I, had, I had some issues with that. Just lifting every time hmm. I'd lift my knee up, I was okay when we were going down or we were going flat. Every time I'd lift my knee up, I was like in excruciating pain there for, it started happening around, I don't know, about mile, probably around mile 70 or so. Hmm. I thought, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm just not <laughs> like it. The first time I felt that way, I was like, oh, this may be limiting. Yeah. Um, but. Well, and, and, and one of the things, in fact, I'm going to see uh, my chiropractor, um, Tensegrity Chiropractic. I work with uh, Chris Barnes a lot. Shout out to him because he's helped me a lot. But like, you know, it's because I've had multiple knee surgeries and I'm going to see um, um, one of his associates, Dwayne. Uh, he's real good with functional movement and stuff. And so um, because I, I feel my knee, I feel stuff. And it just ha- started happening this last year. But and I, I went and had an X-ray and all that, and you know it, I'm not bone on bone. Everything you know it looks good from X-ray standpoint, and so I'm gonna, I'm going to see him to see what kind of things I can do to make sure I'm you know stable and and any imbalances, and um, so I want to incorporate that into everything. But my the bread and my, the bread and butter for for like for you climbing and stuff, the bread and butter is the long runs on the weekends. So, um, how many miles are you shooting for on on this? How many miles a week are you doing? Well, uh, it, it 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 builds, Perfect. and I think uh, I think that plan maxes out. At, I, I may have modified it since then a little bit. I think it maxes out at 80, 75 or eighty, or maybe Seven. even I might have might, put an eighty five in there. I know everybody's big on um, on long runs. I so I think I think there's probably science behind it for long for people going fast and stuff. I don't know. Mentally, I'm just not a long run person for like yeah. that unless it's a race. Yeah. I try to keep it I, I don't take I'm not a I'm not a big days off kind of thing. I would rather be consistent and do yeah. ten miles a day every day and just instead and of just, doing yeah. And the, the doing doing twenty or thirty miles on the weekends unless it's a race. Yeah. I I have a hard time with the mental aspect of going out and doing 20 miles just by myself like that. Well, and that's part of the reason why I race all the time because I don't (laughs) want to do those 30 mile runs by myself. It's the the mental aspect of can I get up for that? Yeah. And I I think the mental aspect is way harder than the physical aspect of of a lot of that because I can go do 30 miles in a race, not a problem, but 30 miles by myself, I'm like, I don't really want to do that. You know what's funny though? You say that, but um, like, and I'll get up and I'll, I, I, I won't, 
I don't enjoy it all the time, but like I'll go do 30 miles on a, on a Saturday, then get up and do 20 on a Sunday before I go to church and I'll just do it. And you know, it's tough, but for when we went do the Sangre de Cristo and like for our race, I'm more used to trying to get it done. And like when I knew it was falling apart, that was part of my mental, you know, like I'm going to be out here forever. This is suck. You know, and you just went out there and you just banged it. You kept, you know, you did it. Well, I'm always out there. (laughs) (laughs) But but you know, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to hear you say that. I had the mental thought process. I was hiking it the whole time though. Right. You thought you were racing it. Yeah, yeah. And I I I was like, I'm I'm hiking it and finishing it. So it was different. and, and, And there was some physical things going on but like 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 we said on the podcast like i knew yeah. i could have got out there and finished it and i just yeah which i waited till after the podcast to tell everybody that there was no way i was quitting once you yeah yeah that's good i, I like I it I'm, I'm, I'm glad i, I can motivate you brother yeah i, 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 I wasn't gonna quit anyway <laughs> yeah. but it was just all the more thing of like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I no way i'm quitting uh, you know that race i finished yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good no, there, there's a part of that that, that comes in there though i, I love that it, it, I was, love it was a motivation yeah thing. yeah uh, I, it, we i anyway but we we said that already i should have um we should, we, should, we should have finished that together. We should. Yeah. We, we're we're going to have an opportunity to do another race together. Right. I mean, we're going to do some two, the 200s or whatever. But we're going to get a chance. I won't see you after the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be bringing up the rear. Let's go south and I catch you from, <laughs> yeah. from behind later on. But, it might be hopscotching with naps and sleeping and yeah. stuff. But, uh, so, yeah. Um, so, um, so real quick, what are you doing, like race, race wise? Do you have, or are you doing um, um, Silver Rush? Are you going to do that one as part of your races? Because I have that one down as one of mine. And uh, which, 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 I don't. Races you I have? think Silver Rush didn't work out for me. Oh, really? I think okay. it's when we're on vacation. Okay. So I am doing North Fork fifty miler. That's okay. in June. Yeah, I'm doing that one too. Oh, That's are a you? good race. It's oh, a good, good. Yeah, I did that one uh, last last year. Yeah. And my plan was to stay in Colorado and backpack that whole week with Ian, but we just found out today. I think that's church camp week oh <laughs> so i may have to modify those plans then i was looking at doing the squaw peak 50 the next weekend oh wow okay um that that's not exactly the back to pack 50 weeks on your plan but it's right. close are you doing trans rockies again i'm not doing trans rockies this year i can't it's um they move the date and it's at the same time as bigfoot did I see that Under Armour was sponsoring that? Under Armour sponsored it last year and this year. Did Trans really? Rockies is an amazing race. I can't. I will be back in 2021, mm-hmm. but it's the same week as Bigfoot. They moved it up. Um, so it's the same time as Bigfoot. I didn't realize it was that late. I thought Trans Rockies was earlier than that. No, it used to be around. It, it's always at the same time as Leadville, but they moved it yeah. up a couple weeks hmm. this year for like teachers and stuff. And okay. so um, it's right when Bigfoot is, so I can't go. Leadville, when, when does Leadville fall this year? It's, it's always the, the third week of uh, August. Yeah, because yeah, so. August Jen and I were talking about trying to go volunteer there, so maybe we could actually get into the race without having yeah. <laughs> to I'll tell you before, though. I know, I know. I'm pacing. It's expensive. It's kind of the principle of the matter, almost. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that much more than just going and doing the race. <laughs> if you're going to go out there and train or something. Yeah. Um, not not as much as you would think. Yeah, we'll see. We, 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 we've got to decide in the next little bit if we're going to go volunteer. Because I'd like to go out there and volunteer just it's to be out there. To, uh, uh, and then and then that way we can put that on our calendar for 2021. Yeah. I'm going to pace some of my friends from Good. Trans Rockies that he's, oh, he's cool. doing Leadville this year. I'm so. pacing at Western for um, 
Jeff Lumen. Oh, are you? Nice. That's awesome. Out there on that one. That's, that's, that's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be my second time pacing. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. If I ever get in, well, I'll yeah. be familiar. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be good. <laughs> well, I've got on, on here, um, I'm doing, um, well, of course, Prairie Spirit, Lake McMurtry, got Oklahoma City Marathon, but we never, Jen, I think we're dressing up again on that one too. Um, yeah, big Green Lantern for that one. But, cool. <laughs> uh, plan, I hadn't signed up yet. The plan will be in at Flower Moon. Uh, probably do the fifty for that one. Um, get signed up. Okay. It's, yeah, I know. Uh, I need to jump on that. I keep telling people it's, it looks like I there's. The, the, I, don't, I only had forty buckles. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, so, I'll do the the fifty miler for that. Oh, it's a buckle it's for the fifty. It's a buckle for the fifty. Oh, you just you just bucking the whole trend, man. I Come on, man. Buckles for fifties. Uh, you, you can get bad comments on that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say it for the for the record. If you ever see somebody who's not gotten a buckle, and you see them get their fifty mile buckle, oh yeah, yeah, that's you will never gripe about somebody giving a fifty mile buckle again. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who's really happy about it. Yeah. Um, and that that's pretty moving. So I, uh, the, I don't yeah. mind that one at all. And that I is, just, and I just, that is one of the prettiest buckles you'll ever see. Oh yeah, I saw the. I, it's you, gorgeous. Do you have you have the buckles? I don't have it yet. I've got I, the I saw the, I saw the it's mock-up, gorgeous. but it looks it's good. gorgeous. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, um, so I plan on being in that one, and then North Fork. Um, like I said, that's a fun race. It's got new a new director this year, but I think it's the same course and all that. I, oh, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the, the 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 course. It was a fun course. So we'll, we'll get to hang out there. Oh good. Um, I'm doing uh, my back to backs. I think are going to be Midnight Madness mm-hmm. um, here, and that's just flat and hot, just yeah. just miles, and then then Silver Rush the week after that. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll probably do that. Um, I think I'm doing Midnight Madness, and then I'm doing Pikes Peak 50. Oh, okay. Which is two weeks before Bigfoot. Oh wow! So it's not you know how far? Two weeks? Two weeks. Well, it's just fifty. Yeah, it's yeah. just fifty. I think it'll it's be a, fine. It's a lot of vertical. And I need, <laughs> I need the vertical. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have a, I, I did Pikes Peak um, two years ago. Just a, and it was just a couple weeks before Leadville when I did it, <laughs> and I didn't finish. So there's one. So you go, you know, up and around, and you're about mile. I don't know. You're getting close to the end and you have one big climb left. You're at this aid station. You have one big climb left and back down. And then you go back down to the start finish. And I didn't make it to that aid station in time to do that last climb. So they let you finish and you get your medal. They're real great about it. And it's, it's a great race. Wonderful people. But I want to, I want to get that last climb. So that's cool. But uh, yeah. Well, Well, um, so we kind of have our, you know, we all kind of have our own race plans. You know, much more maybe, maybe, than me. Well, well, <laughs> hey, I think, I, think, I think you should join, come join us at some of these races, man. Uh, uh, you should think about it. I mean, one of the, like, North we'll Fork come 50s, to North Fork. Yeah. yeah. You'll that be, might be a good, uh, probably. We can we can hang out. We'll, we'll see. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll send you our schedule. So, so <laughs> he's can, not going to commit can, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. We'll just record. If we'll you just say you're doing it, I got to record. We'll just give him the little poke, yeah, poke, yeah, poke. Right. It's funny for me not having her to do this. We're, yeah, we're, me not right. having everything um, down on my on my schedule. But right. I, the, part of it, like I said, it's it's on on purpose as far as I needed to rejuvenate. Yeah, mentally. No, that's things and. Um, and I want to I want to be solid for the two hundreds. Well, part of um, next I wanted uh, 
for spring break next week, part of what I wanted to do, I wanted to go to Colorado and do some stuff. <laughs> this is a good story. Yeah. This is a Flatlander talking about <laughs> going somewhere. So so David texts me. He's like, let's go out on spring break and start climbing some 14ers. And I'm like, it's March, man. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's, it's winter conditions. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you're going to be hiking in some snow. It's not. Uh, it's yeah. a whole different ballgame. We don't, we don't think about that down here unless yeah, you no, get I, up I there. Think about, I'm thinking, well, oh, it's, it's 70 degrees. Yeah, so, yeah, I would just go and hike some to, I, get some, get some, you know. Well, last year was atypical. I yeah, mean, yeah. but I tried to hike in June last year in and there, you know, we, it was snowed out up there. I didn't get to uh, get to get up high until mid July, basically last year. The way things were, that that's atypical. But, yeah, yeah. but March is March is winter conditions. Yeah. So so my my change of plan is my parents are, are moving in uh, Hot Springs Village, so I'm going to go help them move for the weekend, and then I'm going to go probably run some of the Lovett Trail. Oh, nice! And and do some 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 hiking camping out. I, so I don't know if that's the same trail as I did a couple of years ago. I did the uh, marathon. There at Love It. Okay. Uh, it's, in, it's in what, early December, late February? I don't know. I okay. think that's part of the same thing because there's a big climb on that and it was it's a nice trail. Yeah. Um, it's quite a bit of probably, probably the um, same. I, th- I think it's the same one. They have a little um, a little motel there that's like at the at the Bay Area um, that was old school and they rented it out cheap and it was fun. It was really <laughs> cool. And it, it was it was a true um I mean it is a fat ass as far as you yeah. showed up there and kind of came up and they wrote down your time and and, and it was old school running I think the way they do it at some of the old Arkansas races and it was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. And I, yeah, I'm just going to go probably I I may just stay at my parents or I may go camping and just do some So I'm going to do that instead of going die in the snow. Yeah, that's going to be my plan. That's so. that's good. <laughs> that's a better plan. I want to try to get up on Mount Magazine. We've been trying to get up Mount Magazine for a while, and I haven't made it up there yet. Yeah. Um, just a high point, and get around a high point in different states and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next week, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing three days of Silamo this weekend. At that, but that's in a little bit different part, isn't it? Uh, it's know, Mountain Home, Arkansas. I am considering going out to Truman Lake. Uh, Cindy Rykoff has uh, oh, got mm-hmm. a little run out there that she's putting together. I may go out there in two weeks and see what they're doing. Nice. Cool. It's at least a thought. It's a thought. Yeah. No, not committing. Not committing. I'm not committing yet. <laughs> <laughs> not committing no right commitment. It's unusual for me, but no, I'm not committing. Yeah. Well, um, so so we kind of have our, our you know tentative training plans and stuff like that. Now, what are what are as far as as crews, what are you? What no are you crew. Guys, you're, not, you're not doing any crew. No crew. So you're gonna you're gonna drop bag it. I'm gonna drop and, bag it and do and, it and just do it. Just me. Be your own man. Just That's why it. I liked it. All right. All right. I mean, uh, there are only a few people that that crew me. Mom, Katie, and uh, Lance, basically, and uh, Abby and Christine have helped at uh, like Honey Badger and places like that. But Honey Badger is a different beast in its own. Yeah. Yeah. Its own You've got to have a crew. Yeah. But you you have to. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. Uh, for the most part, no. These kind of races, I would rather just be, just be me. Well, the the good the good thing with this with these is it it's doable without a crew. You know, I mean the aid stations are phenomenal. Um, they they are, and the way they do the the moving drop bags. I don't know if you saw that. Um, they have the roaming drop bags. You can have some that get moved to further down. That's a big help because that that'd be huge. Yes. You just don't know when you're gonna. I haven't looked at the log- I haven't looked at the logistics of that, but that's going to be huge. Yeah, just we, trying to guesstimate where you're going to be at a certain time. It, is, 
It's tough, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can estimate, but it is what it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I have my nice little spreadsheet, my chart to give to Jen when she's crewing me. And, it's, and it's I got all pretty a little ahead of it. And then See, one of, my, one of my concerns is, and I know that I'll put together, like, you should be at this aid station between this time right. and this time. When I start getting behind on that, how is that going to play on me mentally? Right. That's well, what, I mean, that's a, that's a concern on that. You come in ahead and you're, that's all, life yeah. is golden and it's all roses. But right. uh, you come in behind and you start thinking, Thinking about oh I'm cutting short sleep yeah. and those kind of things and and I I know you didn't sleep a whole lot I mean we talked I, about I that last enough. time I didn't sleep enough um, I got to get my sleeping um, and Sean Barnes would act like well it was loud in those aid stations and he had a hard time sleeping I could sleep anywhere yeah well that's um, good so he acted hoping. like he didn't sleep very much I don't think it'll keep either. me up to where I can't sleep my problem is is like sleeping and then getting back get up, back up and, and, and moving and yeah. moving afterwards because you know that first little bit you got that swelling in your feet and yeah. getting back moving after you've Still been down is hard well yeah um and what I, one of the things i did i bought you know i just got some little earplugs um that i'm gonna try you know if i need it uh yeah. i didn't the, the first time i tried to sleep i had a little trouble but after that, I was, need to do that. when i did yeah and and i even brought the uh uh, I got me one of the little face, the little masks oh. on my eyes. Like, oh, I'm gonna put it in my pack, man. If I need to sleep on the side of the trail, I don't think I, I need just, that. Uh, I think I'll I be can tired sleep anywhere. Princess, or, no. <laughs> yeah. are, are you doing the um, the waist lights still? The, you, the what? Are you gonna go with the one of the big waist lights or? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna use the um, the one I used for for states, the Ultra Spire 600. That yeah. they have an 800 too. But what I like about that one. It, it's rechargeable batteries, but you can just swap the battery out, and I can hand the battery to whoever to charge it, or I can just have extra ones, you know, on all my, my drop bags. It's mm-hmm. the, it's not a standard battery, but it's it's a standard rechargeable battery. So that's what, and I always yeah. have a backup. That company has a pack too, don't they? Don't they? Yeah, yeah, older spot. Yeah, yeah, it looks I'm, like a fact, good pack. I'm using the Zygos. My my, my old Nathan pack that I've used for hundreds <laughs> forever is uh, the zippers are starting to get a little little wonky on them. Um, well, well, what I, it what, may be time. And and I, I'm just I let you. I'm I'm like an Ultra Spire ambassador person. Whatever. I'm just right. letting you know that. But but I that would, bag that pack looks good. I'm not affiliated with. Okay. <laughs> well, Mike Mike McKnight used the Zygos four, and other people have used it, and that was the one I was eyeing because it, the the room it has, and you can put you can put the um, um, soft flasks in the front, but it also has a bladder in the back. I want the bladder, and, and, and you, I won't you, be able to, uh, to room to pack what I want. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the hard things that I'm trying to like. Um, I'm thinking more most about Moab because it gets because of the wind and the cold, and I'm not used to wearing. Well, I almost got into trouble in Tahoe on the mountain at night when I was wearing shorty shorts, and and yeah. I'm used to moving and stuff will end your race quick. I was tired and I couldn't I couldn't lay down to sleep because I had shorts on, and I, as long as I was moving, I was fine. But I was you know in that I was super tired. So that uh, happened to Michael Bevins when we were at uh, um, uh, Silver Hills. Really, he, he started saying, "Man, I'm cold." And yeah, I'm like, put some clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> I kept telling him, put some clothes on. What, what, paint, what uh, pants do you wear? I, I just wear um, just uh, Under Armour tights just, or Nike yeah. tights. Actually, yeah. just and normal t- normal yeah. tights because yeah. I've never been cold enough that in any yeah. race and that's that, that anything more than tights is what I needed. Yeah. Um, on the bottom. What, what about you, Christine? I can't wear tights. Okay. I have a funny thing with my legs and my ankle, like my whole 
foot and everything will and my ankle will swell out the bottom of the tights. Well, that's not so good. I have to, <laughs> that's not good at all. It hurts bad. So let me you tell just you. Wear like pants. I or have to wear something loose. Okay. So I have these cheap Roadrunner sports pants that yeah. I like and well, I can just pull them you. on yeah. and they're loose at the bottom so they don't I don't know what it is with my feet and legs but they're wacky so yeah. I don't wear I can't wear capris either it does the same thing yeah so like halfway up my calf it'll start swelling out the bottom huh. it's very strange well I, I, if I'm not mistaken we may have like you know have required gear I think yeah wind pants wind pants is well. are, wind required. Pants are required yeah. so we're like required. even when you have the tights you might have to have some wind pants over it or something hmm. yeah um, or some kind of pants but i think it's wind pants that are required so so i feel like i need a bigger pack like my pack that i usually wear and i can't i'm not a name person so yeah, yeah. i don't know what kind it is <laughs> It's the same as every. It's the same as Cheryl has. What kind of pack does your mom have? We have Mom's the same one. Mom uses that an blue pack. one. She uses an Nathan's. It's an old school Nathan's pack. Is what she had. No, no she's, she's, she's got, got that, that unidirection or whatever. Yes, it is. that's, that's what we have. It's a cheap one. Yeah, it's a yeah. cheap unidirection. Whatever it is, you can only go one way with it. It works for her though. I really yeah, like but, that but mom pack. Doesn't, mom doesn't drink out of a bladder. I know she won't drink out of the bladder. Picky about a bladder. I think that it's not big enough for these races. I think okay. that that pack, the bladder is 1.8, and I could put soft flax in the front, but I like those pockets for other stuff, like yeah. food and whatever. Right. And so if I put the soft flasks in them, then I don't have room for anything else. Yeah. And I can stuff a jacket kind of in the back, but there's nowhere on it like to hold poles. It's awkward. Yeah. And so if I put a, just a jacket in it, it kind of fills up that. Like, there's yeah, just not enough yeah, room for all the stuff. I did high lonesome with a bulky jacket. I had, um, it's, it's that Columbia X-Dry jacket, which is a nice, nice jacket for when it gets cold. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I had it on somewhere. Walter Handler's like, that's a Columbia X-Dry. And I was like, yes, it is. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay, I didn't pay yeah. as much as, I got it off of eBay. Yeah. Um, uh, was, but that jacket is awesome. And so a lot of times I'll bungee it down. Yeah. Like it's it, it looks bulkier than it is, and then I'll stuff stuff in the pockets and use it like use pockets. It, <laughs> yeah. it works for that's that kind great of idea. That's what I did high lonesome yeah. with is I had that thing bungee down on the back and just in and just went the whole time with it. And I never got cold up on the Continental Divide in the middle of the night. Cool. Never got cold. But see that ultimate direction pack that I use, if that's what mm. it really is, doesn't have the bungees on the back. Yeah. Like some of the older ones I used to use had those. No, no, I put my own but, bungees on. Which <laughs> self-made bungees. In fact, we take off from uh, High Lonesome. We take off. We get about three quarters of a mile down that long hill, and that thing fell off. Oh, guys! It did. Yeah. Like right off the start, I'm over there trying to bungee it back down. It really right. did. It people really are passing did. you going, this hill be able to Doctor, you'll be able to Yeah, that actually That's happened. Awesome. That really, really did happen. That's funny. Well, um, yeah, and, and because with our required gear and some of the and, and we're going to need to I mean you know because the weather can change and like have some uh, and then uh, water filtration like for Tahoe I used I used it at 
don't worry about I that. Three or four times. I told you my story about High Lonesome, too, on that one. I ran out of water going up Antero, okay. and I filled out a stream. <laughs> you, you <feel laughs> There's a stream up there. At that point, it's like, what am I going to get, Giardia? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's going to be. Up and, yeah. well, well, I can get, you can get Giardia, okay, yeah, but it's yeah. going to be two days later, and it's yeah. not going to matter. Be done. What's funny is uh, I, I just brought one of those little Sawyer minis. Now, since then, I've got one that you can you can fill it with water and, and drink out of it. It's it's one of them that's on the site. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but I had a little Sawyer mini. And I, in fact, I don't know. I, I'd love to see the footage because one point I got super thirsty. It was hot. And there's there's video of me somewhere climbing out onto this pond to get past all the nasty stuff yeah. on, on this log filling up a thing and then just squeezing it into my, into my <laughs> yeah. mouth and then, and then I used it to fill up my, my, my bag or whatever because it was cold but it, was, it wasn't it was real pretty but I used it probably each every day I was out there at least once and I had a 70 ounce bladder but I, I sweat a lot and okay. I ended up using it a few times I came up on Walter uh, Handloser one time because we, we were kind of running together and you know uh, leapfrogging but he's laying down using it as a straw in a stream yeah. <laughs> just sucking <laughs> uh, water yeah. so so I mean it, and it's small but it's definitely you gotta I mean you gotta have something like that or some kind of treatment water treatment I think it's on the required thing. it is is it really yeah. I had looked at that yeah uh, I mean There's you know quite you a bit of stuff on the required yeah. with 15 miles in between and you know we're not going to be moving real fast so I mean what are the market I mean the market on this because the whole thing about Goggins, as far as getting how in the world did he get that far off course? Well, I, how do you get 16 I, miles off course? Well, or whatever I heard was. from some other people that there were there might have been some. Uh, I asked was Mike McKnight, I said, did you, did you move the signs right. to was get Goggins there? lost? And he's like, no, I didn't, do I didn't follow along with what all the controversy was. Yeah. I'm just like, man, that's a long way yeah, off. Yeah, he course. got way off. I don't know. Um, so, um, th- there are markings and stuff, but like, uh, f- like for Tahoe for Rubicon, some of the Jeep guys had moved them or got rid of them. So, there's a few times. If you have the um, the Gaia app and the GPX coordinates, I mean, a few times where I was like, I don't even, like I can go a lot of different ways right here. Right. And if you get that, you know, even if you don't have a signal, you can you can find it. So, I mean, it's important to kind of keep your, I kept my phone in airplane mode 95% of the time and it lasted longer than I thought. I am going to carry a big... Uh charger okay. yeah yeah and i did the same thing carried a carry charger, emergency charger it, and uh, and so um that that's you know there's a few times where you just i don't know where to go um and i've so only been lost once on that's on hundreds which i think yeah it's pretty, that's pretty good you've done a lot of hundreds so well hellbender i got i did two things it was like toward i made bad mental decisions at the end of yeah the race <laughs> <laughs> But but I remember what I you know Tahoe being it was pretty, it was marked pretty well. It was a few times where I, more for confidence they don't have it's because it's so far they don't have confidence markers super close. I mean they're not going to have every half mile even you know it's going to be well maybe I don't know it just depends on the area. I think if it's straightforward they'll have stuff. If not, uh, that part of the world's got more. Their trails are just so clearly defined most of the time that it's right. pretty obvious. I, I think what we deal with with Bigfoot is probably like because there's so many trails, you know. Hopefully, though, they'll, they'll be signed well where you know there's multiple trails in one spot, you know, right. to tell us which way to go. 
but you've got to show them the Gaia app and that you've got it and got the map downloaded. So maybe we'll get together before, make sure we got all yeah. that. <laughs> I need to figure out how to use take. that thing, I guess. Yeah. So, so, Christine, you're, you plan on doing a crew, uh, you know, you're going to... Well, I know for sure my husband is going to come. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, I'm not sure. But I've had several people lately be real interested in pacing me, and probably overnight that would help me a lot because yeah. I do struggle in the night. And I haven't figured out how I'm going to do the sleep, sleep thing too, but I'm thinking half hour kind of increments is probably got some good people that are willing to come to, yeah I mean, I Jeff, mean, Jeff Lumen said he would be there 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 are lots of people who have said they would love to come in fact yesterday when I was at the snake run um, Arnold was taking Arnold Begay was taking pictures and he said he'd love to come help me at Moab if it wasn't the same weekend as Heartland I don't oh. know if it is yet but I need to. It is. Is it the same weekend? I can tell you it is already. Okay. Well, I, darn uh, it. Anyway. <laughs> I do the station, but, it is. But a lot of, a lot of people yeah, have kind of stepped up lately and said, you know, we'd love to yeah. come pace you and help you. But I, after the last two years at Leadville, I have a lot of anxiety associated with that. So yeah. it's very hard for me. Like, I would love to have people there. And it really helps me overnight to be with people. But I hate to have people there <laughs> and then not finish yeah. and not, you I don't know. Think volunteers are, I mean, your, like your crew people are not. The last two years at Leadville, I've had, you know, tons of people there and then nobody even got to pace me. And so it's, it's, it is causing yeah. me some anxiety to try and think about it. But. If you look at the finisher rates on the 200, they're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People who go That's out to deceiving. do the 200s are pretty serious That's about because it. the people who do them have finished a lot of their stuff. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, look yeah. who finished this. It's, it's one of those things where like on the 100s, there's a 50% uh, 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 finisher rate on most hundreds, yeah. right. and there's a selection bias on who entered that hundred to begin with. Right, like if it's a, yeah. And right, right. Because it's like, well, this is a flat rails to trails, and it's still just 50%. And they'll say, well, 100 miles, 100 miles. I'm like, yeah, and the, the self-selection on who enters those right. races is totally different. Yeah. yeah. But like Tahoe's like 86%. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy high. So I think that's the other thing too is the motivation factor is high. Once you get in there, you're like, yeah, oh, once you know. invest yeah. the time, the money, the. I mean, yeah, a lot of yeah. us thinking, I got one shot at this deal. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Multiple. I got one <laughs> shot at this triple crown, and but that, you know, so, but anyway, so that's kind of yeah. it. But for sure, my husband is going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's during school, so I don't know about kids, but we'll just, I'm just yeah. kind of playing it by ear. And I, I know there's a super lot of, really good people that would be willing to pace me and I probably yeah. will end up going that way. I just have yeah. to get past this fear, I guess. Yeah. Well, I would encourage you to go all in, you know, I mean, yeah, just, I mean, yep. you know, just do yep. it, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I don't do a pacer a lot. I'm kind of like you, but I have a few people that may, um, so Jen will be there for Bigfoot and for, um, for Moab. And I think my parents are going to come for um, uh, for Tahoe because Jen's already been to Tahoe and trying to get off of work and stuff. So, sure. uh, and then I have a few friends that may come pace here and there, uh, which I'm good either way, kind of. But I think it would be helpful sometime at you know at night. Um, 
But I'm, I'm kind of like you, Jeremy. I'll just do it if, you know, if not. But, um, yeah, but there's, it's hel- there's benefits it is to both. There's times where I want to be out alone at night in the dark. And then, you know, it, it I, I wouldn't say no to, yeah. you know, to friends uh, that, that, that want to come on that. But then there's times where it's like, oh, there's, it's, there's good in both, both yeah. situations. Yeah. Like High Lonesome, Katie met me with um, seven miles to go. And what that did is shorted, shorted my race. By seven miles, because yeah. the whole time I knew I, I got to get to ninety three. Yeah. And once I got to ninety three, then we cruised on in the last little bit, and it wasn't yeah. any big deal. But it sh- it shortened that race for me mentally. Yeah. Is yeah. what it did. Yeah, and, and you know, and even crew and night crew, it has. I mean, it has its. I don't know. It has its benefits mentally and both ways. You know, I mean, just because I worried like a lot of times about. Oh man, Jen's. I'm behind schedule. Jen's waiting. I'm faster on crewed, actually. I think. Really. Mm-hmm. Just. It's different, I think, yeah, for elites yeah. who are having crews and they're running in there grabbing right. their stuff like that. For me, you come in, you, you know, I have my little set routine of, yeah, what, of you do. what I what I do. So. I think it's nice for me to have crew because I lose my mind. Okay. My brain ceases to function in these races. And so I'll go in, like I talk to myself before I get to the aid station and I need this and I yeah, need yeah, this and I, I need a too. battery <laughs> and I need to go to the bathroom and I need the lube and I need the X, Y, Z things. And by the time I get in the aid station, I forget everything I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes having crew to say, okay, do you need a new battery? Okay, let's fill it. I mean, I walked out of the um, lodge at Outlaw with an empty bladder. <laughs> I, I totally I forgot to fill up <laughs> my water. I, I just yeah. forgot. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, you know, you just lose your mind sometimes. Well, I wanted to share this too, um, because um, I think it was Ben, ben Light, because um, he, he's done the Triple Crown uh, and and talking to a few of them. So I just wanted to share this because I, I think I might go this route. He shared, like, for sleeping, he does an hour and a half, uh, like, wow. each night. He said because that allows him to go through three sleep cycles, kind of three mini cycles, and then he can get back at it. And so I was thinking, yeah. because I ended up sleeping about three, three and a half hours for Tahoe, but it was all like little here and there and it wasn't, and I, I ended up having to sleep before it was too late. So I don't know. I, I, I would rather actually get some decent sleep, but but yeah. the issue for me is I don't see well in the dark and yeah. I know I've spent a lot of nights where I, I was on call working through the night yeah. and I know from three to five in the morning That's your... that the circadian rhythms, I shut down at that time period and there's times where I'm be better off to just go ahead and take that time and, and use that to sleep. So if yeah. I if I could get maybe three hours from that, you know, two thirty to five thirty kind of kind of window, wake up with the sun and get going with the sun like yeah. that, I'd be better off. And that yeah. that's really what I'd like to. But but it's one of those things as far as trying to time get yeah. to the right spot. Yeah. And do you sleep on the trail or would you rather try to get somewhere where you can you can rest well? Um, it's 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 a trade-off for trying to see how that's going to work out. And trying to budget that in the pacing, I think, is super challenging. Like, trying to figure out, okay, so overall we can do a, I don't know, 28-minute mile or 25-minute yeah. mile or whatever. But then you back out. It, it's really hard to start backing out all yeah. this stuff. And you know because the aid stations are 15, 20 miles apart you're going to need longer at the aid stations than what you would at a normal 100 if but you're also going to waste time. four or five. You don't want have, to waste have you time. At, have you looked at 100 where, you, where they have 
the time in, time outs on, on what people do in an aid station. It's something to see. Like, so they did that for uh, High Lonesome. They had our clock in, they had our clock out. Oh, wow. Which is really cool I'd to like look to at. That. I don't yeah. waste much time in an aid station. Really? My aid station, I am fast. Really? <laughs> I'm yeah. efficient. I'm very efficient. Yeah. I pulled in there one time at one of the nighttime things. The lady's like, we're going to kick you out of here in like 15 minutes. And I'm like, you uh, I'm not going to be here. Well gone. Yeah. And she kind of irritated me a little bit. I was thinking that time, <laughs> yeah. time period in my, my mental state of like I don't need to hear this from you right now <laughs> well, well what, uh, for Tahoe I, I planned in a half an hour at each one because they're so far apart and to make sure I got I mean I, I mean that's long but you said half hour a half an did hour. you actually that's probably that's pretty accurate I would say on yeah, you, I, you, you, you ate you ate real food oh yeah I, I had a, I like which you're gonna I had, need to I had cheeseburgers oh, yeah. and, and when they had soup I, I sat I sat this is normally this, I go through this is not this is not a ramen type race necessarily right. not the whole time right oh, I agree yeah. it's not gonna be right yeah you got you and we gotta, gotta eat. eat I ate I ate a bunch of cheeseburgers and and just like whatever and they you know and, and they have I mean they're really good even if you like the ones that are uncrewed uh, you, you can't have your crew there, but they're like, man, what do you need? You know, we got this. We can cook up a burger. Case you know, it is, yeah. is a lot of good, and you need the real calories. Oh I mean, yeah, you're not gonna run right. I mean, some people may, but I'm not running to it. No, gels. no, you got <laughs> you got to have real gels and teal or have, something for normal yeah. people. You're gonna have real. You're gonna have real food. Yeah, and so I, I I would sit down and do an you know an inventory and and because even at the even toward the beginning just take time and and i don't know it, it was there it's kind of a different mentality because normally no, like, I'm like you i'm trying to like i'm trying to rush through and trying mm-hmm. to you know looking at time and but this is like okay i want to be efficient though because uh, yeah. you can waste a lot of time oh, yeah. at aid stations oh, yeah. and, oh yeah uh, i mean that's yeah that's one of the biggest things when people are like how do i sub 24 i'm like don't waste time at aid stations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get what you need. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah abby and i were tracking our aid station time it's pretty hard yeah, yeah. during the that but in the same token, you know, if you have any issues or you need to deal with you, take care of you got to deal with Because if you don't take care of it, if you don't change your socks, take care of your feet. My, my main thing, take care of my feet, and it's going to be on that one. That's yeah. one of the reasons that I do want to train where I'm doing a lot of time on feet and a lot of hiking because for me, yeah. I can tell that when my faster hundreds are when my feet are in better shape. Mm. Yeah. Um, because a uh, big part of the pain for me at the end of a race, I don't I don't hurt my muscles anywhere. Feet. My feet hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's where my pain normally comes what, in. What shoes are you wearing? I'm wearing the Solomon Speed Cross. Solomon Speed Cross. How about you, Christine? Ultra. Okay. Five. Which, which, which ones are you wearing? I wear the Temps for trail and okay. the Torrens for road. Okay. I've taken to after mile 80 on 100. Um, I'll switch over to ultra long peaks just because that big wide toe box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it depends on the races. Yeah. But I, the speed cross fit my feet so well. And there, there's not a lot of padding in those things either. Yeah. But um, uh, in general, they work really well. But I'll, pro- I'll probably have some long peaks as well. I um, for for Tahoe I did the Olympus and that's a lot of cushion, oh yeah that's a lot of cushion. but but my feet were pretty happy I had I had a little blistering area in one area that I had them tape up or whatever but but it kept the bottom of my feet pretty happy but, but the Olympus is a road shoe isn't it mm-hmm. no, no they, Olympus they, they is the trail a, yeah okay. it's, the, it's the Max Trail I the got paradigm. confused they sorry. used to have a road version of it kind okay. of road how road aggressive is the tread tread uh, it's pretty good I didn't have I don't remember having well of course it wouldn't it didn't wasn't Tahoe the trail's good enough though yeah, right you don't need aggressive tread. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, See, that's when I went to Speed Cross. I was wearing Nike Wild Horses, yeah. and the treads just not very aggressive at all. And uh, I fell multiple times. <laughs> we did La Plata, and Katie laughed at me because I fell like <laughs> five times. This uh, thread's not aggressive enough for that kind of incline. Yeah. But well, um, 
Um, but like the tent, I'll probably have. I did. I wore the Olympus up until the end, and we had had to cross a stream, and then I switched into Lone Peaks. But I'll probably have the the tent too, and I'll probably have a. All of, I, I mean, yeah. I have several Lone Peaks, yeah. but I feel like the temp is. I don't know. I just like how it's, it fits my foot a little yeah. bit. Have y'all better. used the Gore Tex ones at all? I know people grab. No, about, I, I have. I know people grab about the breathability and things. Yeah. Um, but the temps, uh, my experience is that my ultras dry so fast. Like true. they yeah. dry so the fast. The Solomons do too, though. I think all the trails I mean, shoes are at yeah. this point. I actually like the, uh, I got the Gore-Tex just for snow up high and things. Yeah. And uh, I can't tell that that there was any breathability issues with them. I'm not sure yeah. they were that much more waterproof either. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, that being said, but, um, yeah. but I, did, I did like the ones that are they're like 20 bucks more expensive. Mm-hmm. But um well, here, here's because uh, just what socks? What socks do you wear? I wear um, the uh, NGG toe socks okay. with the bl- pair of beligas over the top of. Them. Oh, you put that's right. I remember I you double saying sock. That. I you double, double sock. sock. Do you, you wear the you wear the NGG trail version of them. The trail version, okay. the thick ones. Okay. What do you oh, wear? I, I I've been doing the NGGs. Uh, I think I need to go up on size. I don't know if I'm getting old. My foot's getting bigger a little bit. I, I'm my I'm the right. Size ranges are like seven and a half to eleven or well, something. Well, it's, aren't it's they? ten and a half, and I'm I'm oh. wearing ten and a half slash I wear eleven and the temps so anyway i think i think they're thought about my i think i'm gonna go up to large. my sock sizes that much well i, I, mean, I usually to... don't but i started busting holes out of i do oh. i do know i do know one of the things i have liked in my hundreds is using a brand new pair of socks yeah not where not ones i've worn before new socks are quite they're lovely. pretty sweet they feel nice <laughs> <in my feet. laughs> they, I, I, they do they do, <laughs> they do. it makes yeah. a difference it's yeah. like oh these are new yeah these I, are new. I thought about checking out. Um, I, in fact, did I order? I think I ordered a pair of Exoskins, the toe ones, just to try to see, if, just to try them, to see if how they feel. Uh, what do what do you? What do you so wear? I'm wearing cheap champion socks <laughs> from Kohl's. That's what I always wear. How do you do that? I, I does it never. So I'll work out in those, and I can tell my feet sweat in those kind yeah. of things. I can tell. I can feel the sweat on my feet whenever I. I, I they I, dry really I've fast. Really I've got a pair of cheap like socks on right now. I don't too. like. I don't they, like wearing those cheap socks. But I got really bad blisters at Outlaw because my feet were wet the whole time. But I don't know what that would be. Your toes I don't, don't rub together. Your toes don't rub together. Mm-hmm, or blister? Because yeah, but I got. I got to keep them separate. Blisters right. I got blisters <laughs> right small. here on the pads of my oh. feet. Well, I, I honestly think that's one of the things when people talk about, like, I don't, I don't, you know, when they're like, oh, I don't have problems with my feet and stuff. I'm like, you're not carrying that much weight around. Like, those big guys that are carrying a lot of weight. Yeah. But I think I used, <laughs> I used to wear Injinji's, but the the seams on the toes bothered me. Really? Yeah, and so. Hmm. They okay. really bothered, like yeah. they yeah. really irritated my toes. Do you put anything on your feet? Any deodorant or any um, any kind of lube on your feet? I put wide. I used to. I have gotten where I don't anymore. I, I I usually, more often than not, I haven't. But I started rubbing like trail toes on it or squirrels nut butter just to um, just to initially. But I've never read. I used to, and I haven't noticed much difference yeah. when my feet are in good shape one way or the other. I, I, I'll do pretty good, though. When I wear in Gingies and, and my Outras, I, I don't have issues with blistering a whole lot. And the only time I had with... And it was because the, the, I was doing more hiking, and it was different from what I was used to in the Olympus. And just that one spot on my right foot, I had a little blistering. And once I taped it up, it was good. That's one thing I tell people um, that I learned was that the size I was when I started running... My feet have gotten bigger. 
Oh yeah, my yeah. feet have my definitely feet have gotten, gotten bigger. They have expanded. Like I, I'm, and it's not just I'm wearing my shoes bigger, and I and I don't have I had blister problems when I first started running hundreds and stuff, yeah. I, and it was a real limiting factor for me. And I don't have blisters anymore. Uh, yeah. And but part of it is too is I've gone up in my shoe size. So I actually got measured again. I had been measured. I'm like this is the size I've always been, and then remeasured. My feet have gone up uh, yeah. another another half size as far as being how big yeah. they are. I wear really big running shoes. <laughs> I was ten and a half, and I'm wearing like eleven and a half now. Wow. 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 But my feet are super flat too. I have flat feet. Oh, okay. So, but I'm thinking I need to try the Ingenjis again, the trail ones, because I only had like the road. Yeah, thin the, tra- ones, the trail ones. And have I think a, I need a little to... thicker, and uh, they they feel nicer than the. the I, I had some road ones, and they're just too thin. I like a, a these. Well, you like a decent. You double bag your feet with the socks. So, because <laughs> <laughs> it was a big yeah. problem for me, though. I yeah, had, I had yeah. a lot of issues, and in my going up in my sizes was not just double socking it's yeah. i mean yeah uh, I, I had to go up anyway but Man, um, and if that works i mean i've not had any problems with my feet awesome. uh, since then and, and like i said that was a real i was getting to the end of those hundreds and you know just really being tender-footed at yeah. the end and you just can't run as you know effectively <laughs> i know the only time i get them is on the pads of my feet and it's when i'm breaking downhill that's i know that's what it I is I, that, I know exactly i think, too, I think the older we get the worse we are well, downhill well, running. Do. I'm not a good I'm downhill scared. runner. I'm scared. I'm too timid. That's what it is. I'm I have, very, I, I don't to want to fall and kill myself. I, I have seen people really bust out there. Yeah. Uh, I saw a yeah. guy bust hard coming down Hope Pass. But um, I, I don't have, I've not had a bad fall coming down. And I know I can run faster downhill because I got behind uh, Jacob Stevens at, at uh, um at Leadville, and he was coming down Hope Flying, and I kept up with him coming yeah. down it. But um, I don't like to run that fast going downhill like that. Well, um, and, and I heard this from someone, and, and you, you may be able to verify this, but as we get older, we lose some of the fat padding under our feet. And, um, and I think uh, I, I think I can feel that. Have you been behind older runners whenever they... Um, Why can't we lose fat padding? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does it have to be Yes. Why does it to be my feet? Watch your it older runners. If, you, if you've hiked with an older person or uh, done any time on the trail with an older person, watch their foot placement. Yeah. Their balance goes, and you watch while they step across streams. They don't always step where they mean to. You can tell you can tell an older an older person that they're hmm. they're yeah. it's very interesting to watch them cross streams and things that and, and it's age yeah it's we yeah. lose balance and, and it, it's and it happens to us earlier I can I can tell you I'm not as nearly as daring as I mean obviously as a 25 right. year old right. um, and, and I know the guys who do it all the time who train in those situations keep keep that ability yeah but I do think that's part of how running is good for your mind as far as trail scanning and things like that yeah. I do think yeah. there's benefits as far as dementia and those things yeah i agree um so um we kind of talked about this earlier um you trekking poles you oh trekking poles for sure for sure Big time. for sure yeah. Big time. Yes. yeah i mean there's yes. and and so i mean that goes with i'll be training with trekking poles a little bit in, in, in the races that i can with it but uh and i mean upper body strength it, it helps i mean yeah so yeah i can't cool i gotta uh, keep my arms and stuff work when i use trekking poles and my arms are not where they need to be it you get sore yeah yeah i'll tell you what after i fell at outlaw those last five miles like i was digging <laughs> my poles into the ground 
And the next couple days, my shoulders yeah. were so no, sore. I was too. like, oh, I was really using those it, poles it, hard. <laughs> make sure you're used to using your poles. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Getting with somebody oh, yeah. who's not used their poles um, yeah. in there. Yes, it's not they good. They work themselves to death. Well, that and they'll, it's and they'll, crazy. they'll, they'll hit you with and them by accident. Yes. You know, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah they, but they also, they also dig in, in really yeah. hard, and yeah. it's like, they, they should, you should be relatively light with yeah, your poles. Yeah, and I, I kind of hang them you know? sometimes. And, and I don't usually push. do yeah. that, yeah. but yeah. I was yeah. hurting so yeah. bad that I, I was, like, trying to put all the weight but on you the want, poles. you want to be efficient. Well, they're <laughs> super great. Like, the reason I thought about that, you talk about crossing streams <laughs> yes. and stuff, because just that extra leverage here Oh, you can jump. Yes. you can jump a lot further, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you can. You can yourself. <laughs> <across> <laughs> those poles I try to keep, in a long race, I am much more cognizant of keeping my feet dry when possible. Yeah, oh, yeah. I really am. Yeah, some people just start off and run through it and, I, and I'll avoid as long Good as I for can. Them. It's just Not better. <laughs> it's just better for better for your feet. Yes. I mean, if I can, and sometimes you can't avoid it, but if you can, I'll take a little bit of time to ridiculous. keep my feet dry yeah. if I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Um, so we, we talked a little bit about eating too, but what, like, um, plans for like base nutrition. I've, I've been using e-fuel kind of, it's kind of like tailwind, but I can't tailwind anymore. I'm a water guy. You're a water guy? I'm straight up water. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to what I did when I started. I'm going to go to squeezable baby foods. Baby food. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I, I squeezable baby food. There's also potted meat. Those, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll use some spam. <laughs> spam works well. I will carry. I am going to carry, you carry some the spam. Meat? I'm going to little single service. Well, package. spam is probably really good. It's, it's salty greasy and, and it slides yeah. right down. Oh. I'm telling you. Somebody else. We, I think we might have talked about this last time. It's just me. Uh, he is the only. So if we see a can of spam, it's not canned. It's it's in those single serve packages. Okay, yeah, that's right. But no, those squeezable baby foods are they work really really well. They're packable. Yeah, well, Mike McKnight when he his when he did the triple crown, he did a lot of um, a lot of juices and stuff like that. And of course, he's, he was a uh, kind of fat adapted at the time, but the, the kind of he did a lot of juices, a lot of you know between aid stations and stuff. What, what about you, Christine? What do you kind of what's your go to? Uh, I don't know. I'm struggling with what all to take because I I don't want to do I can't do goose. It'll just. Yeah. mess up my stomach. These to me are a marathon thing. They're yeah, they are well, a marathon well, thing, I think. I did for the, um, when I did the treadmill challenge, I tried the spring energy because it's real food. It kinda, it's kind of like, ba- I mean, it's like baby food. It's, it's got a, a lot of honey, sure. doesn't it? Or no? Some of, I don't know. I, Some of I them might have it in there, but it's it's, it's real food, and that's why I, I tried them. And of course, I'm not an ambassador or anything, but yeah. uh, um, I, I just, I thought it was a neat concept. So, um, so it's kind of like the baby food, I would think. But I, I did, uh, I tried some of those and, and it did well. I did well with it. Um, so I may, may I'll, I'll be practicing some of the races between e-fuel in my, in my thing and... Um, I, d- I just don't think we'll be able to pack much into yeah. this with like even the roving yeah. things. That you're not going to be able to, like on a normal 100, I will pack some foods that I want just in case I get there and yeah. when you run cro- across the country your aid station quality varies yeah, yeah. depending on where you go and sometimes it's way better than anything and I don't ever touch my stuff and sometimes I'm like no I, I won't <laughs> I want my stuff, stuff yeah. you know yeah. so um, but I don't think we'll have that luxury on this yeah. I mean, I usually have in my pack a lot of granola bars, and I'll do little... Granola bars get hard from me. I don't... Packs of crackers and... I do cliff bars sometimes. 
all kinds of even on a race I start losing my saliva enough that I'm just like oh I can't because I've taken those granola bars before and like put them in my mouth and my mouth be so dry that I take some water and let them sit in there just like (laughs) just let them ruminate for like two or three minutes you know before you swallow them yeah I've been been there too yeah Yeah. that's why you like the spam that slides down (laughs) the clip bars are a little squishier so they're not I like clip bars I like it yeah Yeah. but uh Anyway, I, and it's kind of, and a lot of it, you just don't know. I mean, sometimes you get into it and you like what worked and what was good at the beginning and toward the yes. end, you're like, I can't even look at that. What yes. I would prefer to have and is some like doesn't... avocados and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and they, I'm trying to remember, I think they had some of that stuff at some of the aid stations, but I mean, it's hard to pack that avocado. Yeah. Or you start you with the avocado by, the the right time. Time. <laughs> by the time you get to the first aid station, it's bad. Yeah. You know? Yes. Well, <laughs> right, you start with a green one by the time we finish, they'll yes. be right. <laughs> I mean, I would love apples and stuff. That's an unusual thing, but I love to eat apples. Apples, hmm. But there's not, it's not enough calories. Yeah. You know, you, you eat a whole apple and you you got what? Yeah, thirty calories. I mean, it's just on a hundred. I'm trying to consume a hundred an hour. That's what just, I'm trying just to 100? do. I'm trying to get about a hundred an hour. If I know you're, you probably they're, they'll tell you to try to get more, and the guys yeah. who are really burning in. But honestly, what I'm going to end up getting is trying to squeeze in a hundred an hour. Yeah, I mean on I tr- average. I try, to, I try to shoot for about two. Um, I don't always get that. Sometimes I get more, but that's kind of... You're, you're getting that much? You honestly are getting that much? When, I, when I'm doing, when I'm supplementing with e-fuel, because I can, uh, or, or, or something like Tailwind, because yeah. I can measure that with my drink, and then I measure, like when I, of course, this, this was on the treadmill, but I, I knew exactly what I was getting, because I, right. I would do the drink, and I would do the spring energy uh, goo, yeah. or gel, whatever you want to call it, food. Um, and, and so I was... That's what I was shooting for for that one, and I, I knew what I was getting. But I don't. I mean, I try to eat something every hour because you're not usually at an aid station every hour. So that's why I, like I if, probably if can get. I'm a, trying to pull something out of my pockets. Like, that's a hundred. That's always. I yeah. also I've run with shorts that have pockets, and I will have things stuffed <laughs> in. Nearly all my it runs the race. My race pictures at times. I'll look and I'll be like, "You got some." There, there's <laughs> pictures of things. There's <laughs> things of pictures of me having things in my pockets. Just say that. <laughs> Well, I wear those skirts all the time, and they have pockets, so I have huge hips in all my in all exactly. my race so, pictures. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wish that wasn't in there. Like, yeah. Yeah. That picture would be so much cool Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the pictures of they have pictures of me at aid stations. I'm always walking out of there with a handful, like yeah. a handful yeah. of stuff. I don't ever walk yeah. out of an aid station without well, a handful of food. And that's, yeah. that's and the- I like to take a baggie. Like, oh, I usually yeah, have empty baggies in my pack. I don't pack. do that. <laughs> I try, and that's another thing. If you, can, if you can get a lot of calories in at the aid stations, and, um, and I, I think it was... I like uh, to walk and chew. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Ben Light was saying, um, like, and then when he would sleep at, an aid, at a uh, sleep station, he would eat before, so you digest while you're sleeping. So I think you, that's probably yeah. smart. Yeah. Try to eat before and yeah. like before, before, before and, and after. And, yeah, yeah, maybe again. Yeah. Because you're going to be able to digest during that time period yeah. your gut's not shutting down as yeah, bad you're not, yeah you're not trying to you're not diverting blood walk. flow exactly. probably <laughs> in a 200 mile my gut is not going to shut down as much because I'm not so. going to be fast. moving as fast I mean honestly I, I, mean, think. Yeah, I mean for that now you you, you did really thing. fast but well, I want to hear your bathroom habits after after the race <laughs> and see exactly how that went it'll be an interesting it'll be an my interesting bath, discussion after a 200 during or after just the whole process that will be that will be an interesting discussion Lots of holes. Let's, <laughs> Let's make a mental note. Did you carry a shovel? 
I, I didn't. I didn't. I was able to. Um, you didn't make title. it all the way to every aid station. <laughs> oh, I was able to right. aid station it. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah. No. Which doesn't always happen. That I, was, I was able to. Yeah. I was able to do that. Usually 20 miles in, I have some. I'll take care of business. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy is when I did um, um, the one in. Uh, with Silver Heels, the last call yeah. or whatever, man, I just, I was out, we started at midnight and uh, I remember going up one of the big climbs and because I was exerting myself, I so had much to, was yeah, I was just having, you know, I didn't, I didn't make, I, I don't know, it was probably an hour or two in and I was like, yep, yeah, gotta go, you know, yeah. <laughs> so you see a headlamp, fly off trail, you know, yeah. and all of a sudden it's dark, no more headlamp, you come out, got lost, uh, yep, got lost, <laughs> But but uh yeah well um that'll be that that that's actually is interesting because people ask that you know like what you know you gotta I mean I think it's a I think it's a worthwhile discussion after we <laughs> yeah. like, you know what's crazy you? though but you talk about people who who don't think so coming out of I forgot which aid station it was for Tahoe and we were kind of way into it so people weren't thinking exactly straight I was still moving real good and all and there was it was right after an aid station that was on a road. And there was there was actually a, a bathroom like a little whatever and I I went to the bathroom and I was like yeah real bathroom and uh, I'm leaving a little bit down the trail there's a girl doing her thing and there's a, there's a part where there are a lot of people on the trail and I was like there's a bathroom like right right, right. right there like what are you yeah like okay like I don't think she was thinking right of, but well may hit more suddenly at that point yeah so well um. <laughs> So uh, those are okay. So are you they, end on, on, the that note, on that note, <laughs> I'm like that wasn't on his list. Of yeah, that was not bad. That is not on the list. So, um, so kind of you know, I don't know. I think it, I think it's good for us to get together for us to kind of kickstart stuff, thinking about planning and training and all that. And um, it will I, be interesting how our mindsets change and our motivations over this. Yeah, and and I think so. maybe maybe um, I don't know if we'll get together again to record or something like before, but maybe after the first one or something, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll all be out there and we can just record while we're out there. Just cool. say that was so terrible, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But anyway, we'll. Um, but I, I, I'm just curious to see how our plans evolve. You know, because um, like. This has come up a lot on even on the podcast. Like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan until they get no, punched in the true. mouth. And so we'll we'll you know I don't know. It'll be interesting. And and uh, if anybody else can learn from our what worked and what doesn't work, I I want to get it out there. So I think it'll be yeah. fun. That's great. So I appreciate you guys you know coming out and taking time. Is there anything else you you wanted to throw out there that you think would before we before we close out here? No. Good luck with y'all's training. All right, it's, it's going to be a fun adventure, but uh, yeah, we're going to have fun. So, all right. all right, thank you guys. Thank you. And that's it for this Run the Riot podcast. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing okay, being smart, being safe. Uh, I know we're all being affected by the coronavirus. I've had a race canceled already, and some of you might be having the same thing, but I feel like now is just a good time to. You know, get out in the woods by yourself and it's safe out there to <laughs> just be by yourself in the woods and train. And uh, But anyway, just be safe, be smart. Hope everyone's healthy. God bless. Bye-bye.